All right, ladies and gentlemen, this right here is the Monday, March 21st edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Hope you all had a tremendous weekend. We are back in action, and we've got a lot taking place on the hardwood tonight in the association. So sit back and relax. Give us 10 minutes of your time. We'll give you everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What a weekend of hoops. What a weekend for weather out here in Las Vegas as well. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. She is Aaron Dolan. I am Joe Fortenball, and she is the only person in the country who had St. Peter's in the Sweet 16. Uh, I'm kidding around. I don't think you actually had that, but if you did, say, it'd be pretty Joe, awesome. Joe, are you start. sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> How's your bracket looking so far? My bracket? I think uh, I got to check it. Um, I think I'm doing actually pretty well in the bracket challenge. You can play against the Daily Wager crew. I think I'm doing good there, but a lot of, you know, I had Tennessee to win it all, so that took me out pretty bad uh in this last round unfortunately but no it's been a really fun weekend i i didn't even know where saint peter's was i was googling it and apparently it was like one of the top google searches and i was like what is it yeah. what is the saint peter's team and where are they from and this and that so try to find some stuff out on them as well i'm happy to report that for the second year in a row i lost the final four team on the opening day last year it was ohio state thank you very much this year it was iowa thank you very much i have arizona winning so i mean it's not a disaster but between Kentucky and Iowa, it's busted me up pretty good. But that's a story for another day. Uh, you and I are going to focus on what's going on in the association tonight. We're going to start with a big one in Brooklyn. The Utah Jazz on the road laying one and a half. Total of 229 against the Nets. The Jazz won yesterday against the Knicks, so it's the second half of the back-to-back. And remember, no Kyrie Irving tonight as this is a Nets home game. How are you going to play it? Yeah, I mean, it sounds crazy that we're still saying Kyrie Irving not playing at home tonight. Right. But I'm going with the Utah Jazz money line in this one. The line is so short. They actually opened as dogs, then it flipped, of course, them to minus one and a half currently. But the Nets always playing at home makes me a little bit nervous. I know sometimes they can try to double-team KD and things like that. And the Jazz defense is actually pretty good. In terms of their offense, they're ranked first in offensive rating in the league this season, averaging 116 points per game. And the Jazz have also held uh, their last two opponents to under 100 points. That was the Clippers and the Knicks. But Brooklyn's a totally different story. They can score. They've scored at least 110 points in seven consecutive games. But at the same time, you have a defense that's just not there for the Brooklyn Nets, especially when they don't have Kyrie Irving on the floor. Just I feel like things start to kind of, you know, come apart a little bit. So I do think considering that Utah is on a back-to-back, I mean, with the back-to-back here, they played at MSG last night. There's very limited travel involved here, uh, switching over to Brooklyn, but they're four and seven on no rest. It doesn't matter to me. I really think they'll come out and win this game outright. All right, so you got the side. I got the total. I'm going to play under 229 here. I think this is a huge total when you're talking about a game mm-hmm. with no Kyrie Irving. And what I mean by that is look at the offensive rating for the Nets when he's on the floor versus without. The number when he's on the floor would essentially put them at number one in the NBA in offensive rating. The number when he's off the floor would put them at 18th in the NBA. That's a significant drop. You also have to factor in with no Irving. The pace slows down a little bit for the Nets, but the defensive rating does improve a bit. 
take that for what it's worth. Utah, ninth in defensive rating, 22nd in pace. Metrics that point to an under, as we like to talk about on the show all the time. Unders also <laughs> cashed in five straight Jazz road games. So I'm going under 229 Jazz Nets. Other marquee game tonight, Miami is in Philadelphia. Heat are laying two and a half, total of 215 and a half. It looks like Butler's going to play right before we came on the pod. The line moved from one and a half to two and a half as he was upgraded to probable. I'm going to shock the world here. Everyone knows I'm a self-loathing Sixers fan. I'm going to take Philadelphia tonight plus the two and a I'm half. I'm surprised by this. I know. I'm I know very a surprised. lot of people are, are going to be surprised by this. And then when it blows up in my face, we won't be surprised <laughs> at all. We'll come back to ridicule tomorrow. As bad as they've looked as of late, and they've looked bad, four and four straight up, two, five, and one against the spread over their last eight. I do think they're undervalued here. Uh, yesterday, they get smoked by Toronto. Awful game. They scored like 88 points. They shot 25% from deep. I think it's a bit of a bounce back. I think some positive regression is coming our way. And I want to point this out. Philly responds well off a loss. Last 12 losses, the next time out, they're 11-1 and one straight up. 8-3-1 and Ooh, one against the that's spread. That's a good stat. So I think there's a nice little bounce back opportunity here, especially catching two and a half at home. Miami, as we know, very elite when playing at home, 26 and nine. When they go on the road, still very good, 21 and 15. But we're asking them to lay two and a half points at Philadelphia, a team that's hungry, a team that's got to get it going here. So I will take the Sixers reluctantly at plus two and a half. Game number three, this one's all yours. The Pistons are laying seven and a half points. The Pistons are laying seven and a half, <laughs> total of 222 and a half. When you hear that Detroit's laying seven and a half, you don't need to know who the opponent is. Everyone knows it's Portland with the way they play. How are you playing? Yeah. I know it's kind of tough if you're a Portland fan. You see that and you're like, oh, one of the worst teams in the league and you're a seven and a half point dog. But Portland's on a back Such an insult. The, <laughs> it is. Just lost to the Pacers. 129 to 98. They were down by 21 points at the half. Now they have to travel to Detroit. They face the Pistons team, who's now 12-0 against the spread in the first half in the last 12 games. They are absolutely streaking. It is an unbelievable stat. The Pistons right now minus 4.5 for the first half spread. That does feel like a lot of points, because usually we do see them in this underdog role in that first half or just in the game in general. But I just feel like, you know what, they're a little bit more rested. Portland, we've seen what we need to see from Portland. It is just brutal. It is tough. I feel bad for the fans. I feel bad for the team, because, God, 7.5 point underdogs. The Pistons, terrible. Um. But yes, I like them in that first half and covering that minus four and a half. All right. Excellent stuff. We'll keep it moving. I've got to play in Cleveland, minus six, total of 227 against the Lakers. LeBron James coming home. Yay. I'm not really focused on that. <laughs> if we were doing daily wager, we'd probably be focused on that. I'm going to go deeper down the rabbit hole here. Player prop, Evan Mobley from the Cavs. His rebounding prop is 10 and a half. It's a huge number. I'm going to play under. Here's why. I think this is inflated because he's been hitting this mark like crazy as of late. He's eclipsed it in five of his last eight games. So the bookmakers are bumping it up. But expand the sample size. He hasn't eclipsed this mark in 29 of his last 39 games. Okay? He's averaging 8.3 rebounds per game on the season. So we're asking him to put up a big number here in order to cash this over. I think there's value in the under. The one thing that does worry me, that's why I'm not going to slam this bet. But the one thing that worries me, the Lakers are a very lousy rebounding team. They're not all the mm -hmm. way at the bottom, but they are in the bottom 10 in most rebounding categories. So keep that in mind. I think it could be a tight, this is going to be a tight prop, but ultimately the price is too high. Mobley under 10 and a half rebounds. The Celtics smashed the Denver Nuggets in Denver yesterday. So now they've got another matchup tonight, laying 15, total of 216 against Oklahoma City. 
Do you dare take the underdog here, Ed? <laughs> I can't get myself to take the underdog, and I can't get myself to lay this many points with Boston. But the Celtics defense last night was absolutely impeccable. They held Jokic to his worst game of the season. I didn't say it. It's on the front page of NBA.com right now. He had a 23-8-2 stat line. That is insane that we consider that one of his worst performances. But this was something interesting I saw this morning um, in ESPN stats and info channel. The Celtics are closing out a four-game road trip against OKC tonight, and they had the chance for an NBA record because no team has ever had a road trip of at least four games and had won every game by 20-plus points. So they beat the Warriors Whoa. by 22, the Kings by 29, the Nuggets by 20. And then this game, as we know, they're laying 15 points right now. But Boston 8-2 and two against the spread in their last 10 games on the road. OKC 2-6 and six against the spread in their last 10 at home. What I'm looking to do in this one, since I feel like it is such a large spread, is look at player props. Um, OKC is 27th in opponent three-point percentage over the last 15 games. So maybe look at some made three props. Tatum, he leads the Celtics right now with three made threes per game. Jalen Brown averages 2.5 made threes. Right now, the player props are not up for these teams just yet. So I just wanted to mention something to look at for this one. Good stuff. Appreciate it. Final pick of the pod for today. I'm going to go to the Charlotte-New Orleans game. Hornets are laying six, total of 233.5 against the Pelicans. LaMelo Ball, I'm going to go over 5.5 rebounds. It's minus 105, all right? I think a lot of people are going to be looking at the under here because New Orleans is one of the best rebounding teams in the NBA. That's why I think there's an opportunity to go over. Uh, LaMelo is averaging 6.8 rebounds per game on the season. So obviously this is a number he's gotten to quite frequently. And he's hit the mark in four of his last seven. The two of the three he missed, he still had five rebounds. So he's got a high rebounding floor when he doesn't get to this number. It's not like he goes out and gets squadooshed. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago on March 11th, Ball took on New Orleans. He racked up six rebounds in that game. So he's got a recent history against this team of success in this situation. Um, again, the Pelicans are a very good rebounding team, but the one of the key reason I like this, Charlotte plays at that blistering pace. We're always talking about they, they, the, the games, Charlotte games feature tons of scoring. The total tonight is two thirty-three and a half and a half for a reason. Lots of pace up and down the court. That means lots of possessions, lots of shots, lots of opportunities for points, rebounds, and assists. So LaMelo over five and a half rebounds, final play of the pod. And that's a wrap. 10 minutes of the bets you needed as promised. No daily wager today, but you can catch Aaron and I on bet ESPN's digital betting show. It's 4 PM Eastern. If you want to watch it on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash ESPN sports betting. You can also catch it on ESPN's Facebook page and their Twitter page as well. Good luck tonight. Enjoy the games. We hope to see you at 4 PM Eastern, but either way, we'll be back with this podcast tomorrow morning, bright and early.